Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Just climb down, baby. Capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. What? What's going on? It's an emergency broadcast. (laughs) There you go, and again. It's the way you said it was. It made it sound like it was an emergency. It was in the tone of your voice. I could it's hear an emergency it. broadcast. I get, that makes it, no, that just makes it sound like you're excited for the emergency. I am. Oh. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Oh God! I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to Canadian Politics is Bora. My name is Reese, and with me is the. Uh, uh, well, I can't think of a, a way to describe you. Um, it the, often happens, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the unadulterated Jesse Harley. Unadulterated. All right, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll take that. That's good. You can try and adulterate him, but he won't let you. It's not going to happen. No, no. And I'll stop it every time. 
Um, so I, I say this is an emergency broadcast. This is about a break-in conspiracy. This is a bonus show about a break-in conspiracy that um, happened a couple of months ago. That it's quite. <laughs> so we're a bit late to the party, is what yeah. you're saying. I mean, you know, we're not we're not a 24-hour news station. We're thank fuck, two, Jesus. Two idiots who sometimes meet up, talk about politics. So, can, can um, you imagine a twenty-four hour news station run solely by you and I, and the title of it is Two Idiots Who Sometimes Meet Up and Talk About Things." We're well, talking about news though, or whatever. Imagine like, though, if we were, they both dressed us in suits and they locked us in a studio, and the only way that we could get food or access to to the toilet is by presenting news as it came in. Um, and then people just watch it as we slowly deteriorate over two years and eventually die on the desk in front of the green screen. That's fucking horrible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'd be a good Black Mirror episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, we won't even get to escape if we do the news. We just still, get to go to just, the bathroom. Yeah, you're still like, wearing the same suit and, like, growing a beard. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> And that's the news with Detroit on the hour. Oh, thank God, I have to go. And then I just get up and run, and you hear like clinking and clanging, and then a flush and a sigh of relief. Yeah. And then like, exactly. I cry for five minutes as I slowly walk back to the desk and realize that the loop is going to continue. Groups of stoned students sat around at 3 a.m. watching us crying because we can't get to sleep from the bright studio lights. <laughs> It's a great concept. The shit that goes on in your brain, man. I don't know. You spent like (laughs) 3 a.m. Your your wife's like, Reese, come to bed. You're like, no, I can't. I have to get this out of my head. And you're like furiously scribbling this idea out (laughs) onto the kitchen table, loose leaf with a pen. I I don't write though. I'm not, I'm I'm terrible at writing. Um, So I I just stays up there and then I talk to people and it comes out when I talk. So I don't know what's worse. Thank God you've got into podcasting. Otherwise, you'd just be like, <laughs> my head would burst. Crazy, so, crazy person. Uh, crazy uh, before man. we do get into the emergency, um, can you at least, what's your emergency? Um, before can we get you at into least, that, like scream with terror when you say that. When you do uh, that, um, uh, I was screaming with terror because the bear. There was a bear at my house last night. Oh, are we doing STD zone? Yeah, STD zone. Before we get into the emergency. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for uh, those of you who are here, I've only got two sound effects loaded up. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are new here, my name is Jesse. This is Reese. I introduced this, is, this already. Uh, did you? I did that. I did I that. I did, it's true. You did. No, I was just going to. You the, didn't say the, what the show is about. Uh, Canadian politics. I did, well, and I said this I mean, is an emergency broadcast. I mean, you kind of, it's not really about... I mean, God, fuck is, it. Read the description. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, the STD zone is the, the small... The STD zone probably needs a bit more ex- yes. explanation. I'll admit that. The small talk dimension zone. We usually start off with just talking about what's happening in each other's lives, and then somehow that turned into the STD zone. Yeah. Which I guess um, is a thing now. So. Well, my STD zone is currently filled with bears. <laughs> Nothing happened. I heard the bin get knocked over, the food waste thing. And then on the cameras, uh, it was the driveway activated at like 10 to midnight. Um, and it was just a, just a black bear just doing it, just walking up the driveway as if it was coming home from work. <laughs> was it wearing a tie? No, no, but it would have oh. been good if it did. So anyway, yeah. Should we, That's should it? Get up? That's the STD zone? That was, <laughs> that was my story. Yeah. It's, it's not even... It's just oh, how often do you see a bear in your daily life? 
I mean, okay, that's fair, I guess. But I just it literally is something to write home about. I was kind of hoping you'd like the story would end with you like running out in your boxer shorts with like a broom, you know, screaming and Welsh. I'm not going to take a bear on with a broom. You you could try, and that's the point. Is yeah, I don't want to be more more interesting. (laughs) I don't want to be one of those statistics that people laugh at. Well, we do have a comedy show. Have you 3,000 Welsh people die every year in Canada by trying to take bears on with broom handles? <laughs> Specifically Welsh people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. um, have you heard? This is, let's do it, get into the emergency broadcast. I knew you were going to play it again. What's your emergency? <laughs> I won't, I'm going to delete it. I'm not going to do it anymore. It's getting annoying now, I'll admit it. Um, so... Have you heard of the Klondike Papers? Are those the wrappers that are left after you unwrap a Klondike bar? No, but they should sponsor us because you said that. Right. Um, There you go. Okay. There's another $500 million coming our way. Excellent. Amazing. You don't watch the news, but you do seem to know what the latest dance is on TikTok. Um, And (laughs) the Klondike Papers is a a Canadian conspiracy. I don't go on TikTok. Very rarely. When we did the conservative rap one, you knew the the dance and everything. Oh, yeah, all right. That's fine. That's, that's you do same. go on it's TikTok. On it's Instagram, but still, same fucking thing. Yeah. I'm trying so, not to, honestly. I'm trying to get off of all social media because it's just fucking, it's gross. But that's a different story altogether. Different Jesse Red. Let's not go there. Yeah. That's Tell fun. me the conduct papers. Go. So the, con- the conduct papers refers to a supposed uh, collection of emails, text, and documents that were supposed to be hidden from the public. And they were released by a whistleblower called David Wallace. Um, and they were released to a select group of journalists. And there's six and a half thousand pages of documents. And they were kind of released. And the Klondike papers kind of went viral on TikTok and YouTube and all these Twitter threads. And so what was were, on these papers, though? Well, I'll, 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 this is this is one TikTok user. This TikTok user, um, Sheep King JB, uh, posted about it, and he did backtrack about it afterwards. But I'll I'll, okay. I'll play you the audio now. Hang on. Okay, so if you are a Canadian and you care a little bit about Canadian politics, you should probably start paying attention to this story. The story being the Klondike papers. The Klondike Papers is a complicated uh, group of documents, 6,400 documents in total, uh, that exposes some crazy allegations among the Conservative Party and Conservative individuals in Canada. Some of those allegations include the organization and facilitation of the trucking convoy in attempt to have a coup and insurrection, uh, the murder-for-hire plot against uh, prominent Conservative individuals, and our own Prime Minister of our country, and... Uh, also, millions and millions of dollars of PPE fraud from conservative governments that already started. So it was kind of the kind of TikTok person talks about, hey guys, you need to check this out. And that video had uh, fifty thousand likes and nearly two, like just over fifty, uh, sixteen hundred comments. Um, kind of went viral. Um, and uh, he, he backtracked on it later because he said he didn't know the full story. But that was the kind of thing that people were talking about. Um, and wow. It, it kind so of I'm going to I'm going to take us a, a wild stab in the dark here and say that it had zero repercussions for anybody. Yeah, no nobody got in trouble for this. Yeah, of course. That's just yeah. not how it works. But it's interesting though because all people knew 
was the one the- thing you can count on is if you become a politician, you can get away with fucking anything except, uh, you know, having having an affair. Apparently, that's the one thing the public no, but- will not tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> but at this stage, all these people on TikTok and social media, most of them, all that they knew was that there was this thing called the Klondike Papers that had been leaked by this uh, David Wallace, and that. They contained some conspiracy theories, but no one at this stage actually presented the specific documents that said those things. It was like, hey, there's these, these pa- this dump has just come, and apparently it says this. But at this stage, yeah. none of these people talking about this had read it, which is why they, a lot of them backtracked afterwards, to be fair, when somebody did read them. <laughs> so all these people posted, but they didn't... Oh, that's funny. That's typical, though. That sounds like, about oh, right. I just heard about this new conspiracy. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's, to be fair... Are we not doing the exact same thing right now? <laughs> no, because uh, I've Did written you read this the in papers, Reese? No, but I'm going to get to an article by someone who read every single one of them. <laughs> so drew some conclusions. Okay, so we're we're going to be we're going to be uh, uh, talking about someone who who did read them. Okay, there. That's yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> A, a, ra- a reputable source that I would trust read them. <laughs> Thank God for not a. I did. Like I a, did look for them. I did look for them, but I couldn't find them. Oh, you know, I've been and, um, I, I got. I got. I got my own shit to deal with. There's a bear around my house. Can't expect me to read six and a half thousand emails. <laughs> Anyway, is he still there, just <laughs> hanging out, like on the porch, having an iced tea? Like, what the I fuck? Wanna, well, I want to be a good host. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so apparently, it claims that there was this shady activity between um, the Conservative Party uh, and had been infiltrated by a uh, a kind of Christian sect called the Plymouth Brethren, um, and what? they planned the Plymouth, the Plymouth Brethren. The Plymouth Brethren. Yeah, it's, it's kind a of fucking like a, mouthful. It's a few hundred years old. It's like a, it's kind of just like a branch of Christianity with, with about the the Plymouth Brethren. It sounds like something yeah. fucking Daffy Duck would say. The Plymouth Brethren. That's that's a horrible Daffy Duck. <laughs> I'm sure the members of the church really love your Daffy Duck impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite papers... sure a lot of them listen to our show. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, massive in the Plymouth Brethren. Um, anyway. <laughs> They claimed that like the, the, they they'd kind of organized <laughs> the they organized the freedom convoy and it was actually a cover to assassinate or have a coup against Trudeau. The Plymouth organized the fucking the the convoy. That's what they claimed. This document said, um, and wow. also that, and also that they were. Um, it's gonna, uh, the name is going to degrade to the point where we just go. <laughs> yeah. Let's just call them the PBs. The PBs. The PB and Jace. So. <laughs> um so so dave uh, and this is this is david wallace the person who leaked those papers it sounds, uh, it sounds like a name of a monk honestly like if you met david a monk wallace. in well maybe not like a himalayan monk that'd be a little weird <laughs> yes so this is david wallace the person who was involved in the in the leak of the the papers you look at our prime minister um being criticized for the emergency powers and optically it looks horrible but what he can't say is that there are people inside our own intelligence apparatus who are working for these Christo fascists and, and these churches. And uh, really, we had an insurrection and and utilizing the emergency powers was was at that time really the only way from losing control of the country. Our prime minister is fighting a battle inside 
against these people. These people aren't interested in conservatism or, or, or Canadian values. This is another criminal organization who's coming in to try to take over the country. Yeah, so that that's the that's the leak person talking about the the papers and, and everything and what they were he was trying to expose when he did release all the papers. So okay, we're, uh, I have a few questions. Are the papers real? This I'm gonna all... get I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna keep you guessing for now. Okay. So, but also from there, people also speculated then that somehow Russia is involved and that Russia controls Doug Ford. Um, but the so uh, I've, got, I've got some interesting th- thoughts on this already. Which tell me, is, tell me, tell me. I, I'm, it's not. There's a psychological term. I've brought it up before. I forget the name of it. I do. I'm sorry. Um, but it's. It has to do with vilification and hero worship, where if, specifically hero worship, where if you look at a person or a group of people uh, beyond what they are as individuals and kind of start looking them in through the eyes of like hero worship, if someone then presents to you evidence, facts, cold, hard facts that the person that you revere is in fact not who they say they are, has done horrifyingly bad things. Not theories that they've done horrifyingly bad things. We're talking cold, hard evidence that they've done horrifying things. These people will not change their minds about their hero. They will dig their heels in the dirt and believe in them even stronger. It's been proven over and over again. It's weird. It's like Trump saying I could shoot somebody uh, on the street and they'd just be more popular. His followers would be like, they deserved it. You know, like it's, it's bizarre. It's a psychological fact. They, and a lot of politicians. Did, a, they, did like, you see they, the, did you see the last season of the boys, the last moments of the last no, episode? No, I, I don't want to spoil it, but okay, they, don't. they, they illustrated it so perfectly with, um, what's his are, name? Are you talking uh, season two or season three? Season three with Homelander. Um, okay, no, no, don't. I'm not going to tell you more, but, okay. but it, it, it perfectly illustrates your point in that final episode of season three. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that's, it's and I think politicians know this, you know. So which is where like all, all the attack ads go in for like the swing voters because they everyone knows damn well that they're not going to convince people who are already like staunch voters of a specific party. They're 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 just going to be there for life. As somebody so, who's ed- as somebody who's edited political t- attack ads <laughs> as well. <laughs> that wasn't an attack ad, Reese. That was that I know I did I did edit so that was just you the did? nice. Part. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, I did yeah. edit some attack ads. It's so funny because you, you like they go use this music and it's like a sinister drone and then it's like <laughs> in 1983 and then and then he just goes and then it goes on to list some really shit boring stuff with like really sinister did you know that he voted this way on bill c1 and this way on bill c2 what would you do imagine if he was in your bedroom now <laughs> imagine if he was in your bedroom now <laughs> and then bill. like some 1970s porn music started playing <laughs> no, it's like, but it's that kind of thing like you use all the tricks of like trying to make someone look sinister and unfavorable in an edit but the details are very dull <laughs> if you know what so, I mean. right yeah but like in this instance like it's it's just fascinating how politics are a swing voters game like because that's, that is, yeah. that's it. It's every year, every election. It's all about how do we how do we sway the swing voters? That's it. Because everyone else has made up their mind long before anyone has even like started. It's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. Like Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau has has lovers, not lovers. Okay, well maybe he does. Okay, I mean several, several lovers. But he's, got, he's, got like, a, he's got a veritable harem. 
I, I, I will admit that I have not been following his antics one way or another. I don't know if he's doing a good job or bad job. I'm sure I'll get some angry emails one way or another about that. Uh, I, I genuinely don't care. But like, there's the whole point of Jesse, though. He doesn't care enough to don't pay care. attention. So. 200 episodes uh, later, so, I still but, don't but care Jesse, and still find this shit boring. And like, Je- I'm Jesse, still holding Jesse, to the fire to make rep- this show entertaining. <laughs> you represent the vast majority of people because most of the majority of people don't vote or feel emotional about politics or political feel emotional about maybe the issues, but not I, I most a political people party, see through so. the screen, man, the smoke screen. We're like, exactly. Oh, okay, exactly. We see so, what you're doing. So, <laughs> and they're uh, like, no. And they wave their hands. No, it's, it's real. You should that's, vote. That's literally, literally your job is to be, um, Cynical is to, suck. Be, to, to represent the vast majority of people who do not give a shit or don't trust anyone and don't go. But I, I love Justin. I love Polyev and, and like, he's the man and don't see them for the fact that they're, career politicians no what i was gonna say is is there are people out there who who blindly love justin trudeau no matter what he does and same with like the you know the conservative party or every fucking party they just blindly love them justin trudeau could hold a press meeting okay get the press there along with a whole bunch of his fans and then like approach the mic and then have someone roll up like a barbecue with a spit on it where he's like slowly roasting a baby and then like just answering questions and then takes the baby off the like you know the roasted baby off of the spit and then just starts with one hand just chewing on it and people would fucking love him even more they'd be like oh protein is good for you man he's gonna live forever eating babies like that like they'd find a way to love him even more that might be crossing a line um i I get your your point Right. I take your point. Right. Thank you. Okay. So, 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 so the the reason I'm bringing this up is because even if the papers, these papers, uh, these Klondike papers were proved to be fact, like, oh yeah, they exist. Yes. These proved that the conservative party did all of these horrifying things. Absolutely horrible. It won't fucking matter. It won't like uh, the only way it'll matter is swing votes. And the only way swing votes, swing votes matter is near election time, because the people who are swing voters are people who genuinely don't care that much, but kind of feel like they should be a little little involved. But if you get the stuff out there like months and months and months or years before an election, they'll forget. They'll be on to the next big thing a year from now or half a year from now. It's not nobody's going to care. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. No one cares. And it's sad as fuck. Anyway, that's one of my little rants. Rant over. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
what were, what were we talking? Why were we this? This was supposed to be an emergency. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so the, the tell me the, more about this thing that doesn't matter. That's people, fascinating people. and and terrifying, <laughs> but it's not going to so, make a lick of difference. So the the idea of like the whole thing about this papers is something about something something about the 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 PBs uh, being something, some kind something of, about the PBs Justin Trudeau something something you know it it, it it spread like wildfire and everyone was like you know so many videos on TikTok with millions of views saying things like you need to research the Plandai papers papers you need to da, 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 da. and then the the papers were released and um, huge credit to to pressprogress.ca because their team of people took the time to read and analyze all of the documents to um, kind of take a look. These are journalists who are you know taking the time to actually follow through on all of these, um, ignoring social media and looking at what was actually released. So it included um, emails, text, bank, bank records, hours of audio recordings, all that belonged to David Wallace, the person we had talking um, uh, just now. So David Wallace's background was that he was a he described himself as a conservative political fixer. So his full time job was to kind of go and help politicians and help them make their problems go away. Essentially, who, holla, who is this? David Wallace, the person who released the papers and was being interviewed, talking about the kind of saying that it was a crypto fascist plot. To, David a Christian Wallace fascist. was the one who who makes politicians' problems go away. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So John Wick. The original, John Wick, yeah. The original, not John Wick. No, no. The original John Wick. Okay, where a bunch of people come into his house to kill him, and he manages to take them all out, and then he goes and he gets his gold coins, and he makes a phone call, and a van shows up, and an old guy in like a coat knocks, answers the like knocks on the door, and he's like hands them some gold coins. He's like, "Are you back in business?" Blah blah blah. And the guy goes in with his team, and he cleans up all the bad guys and gets rid of all the blood and all the evidence for him. That's the fictional version of David Wallace. I guess so. Or yeah. politicians. So, so, oh no, Aaron, 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 Aaron O'Toole has murdered another group of hookers. We better call <laughs> David Wallace. He just got carried away. You know he's like when he has too many white wine spritzes. <laughs> another group of hookers. <laughs> Get him away from the fucking white wine spritzers, man. He just goes ballistic. Just grabs some scissors and some knitting needles and goes to town. Just, ah, I'm here in your fucking tomb, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> so apparently, like, all of the... the from I'm kind of the... I'm I'm upset that we're not, like, a 24-hour news station, honestly. Like, with <laughs> We get, we get taken off has, has murdered and has gone on another murder spree of. You get a CTRC a life ban from broadcasting. <laughs> so you can't. Is that. What's a group a, of hookers? A, a, school. a school. A school of hookers. <laughs> a shoal. <laughs> a gaggle. A gaggle of hookers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we go. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so um, the 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 emails were out of order, and the the team from uh, the Press Progress article like had to piece it all together. Um, and basically, what it is, it's it's a lot of it's David Wallace's four it details four years of David Wallace as a as like a shady political operative. Um, and they said that some of it's really interesting, some of it is very mundane. Um, but the interesting parts of those documents shows um, him working in the kind of the conservative underworld backroom deals, wealthy businessmen, private investigators, law enforcement, and foreign government officials. It's kind of like a all the behind-the-scenes like evil stuff. James Bond. 
Just like, yes, it's all the behind the scenes stuff in the politics that they don't want you to see. He'd kind of released, released essentially, and then they were collected by somebody called Richard Marsh, who called them the Klondike Papers, and then released. Why would you write this shit down? Well, it's just emails and stuff. It's all digital. Oh, records. okay. Not not like a not like a daily journal. Like yeah. dear diary. Today I helped Aaron O'Toole bury twelve hookers. Boy, was it hard work, but someone's got to do it. And then someone he has to stop this madman. I took him for a beer afterwards and said, Aaron, you really get a handle on this hooker murder. Um, and he said, you don't know what kind of stress I'm under, David. Being the former leader of the Conservative Party after a failed uh, election takes it out on you. And I need to take that out on somebody else. Maybe a group of people who I can hire. A gaggle of hookers. A gaggle of hookers. <laughs> Just ask Polyev. You don't want to see what he does to animals. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't all of this is just, the zoo, none, yeah. yeah none of this is real none of this is real um just so don't sue us it's fine don't don't listen to us <laughs> just, just. there is a disclaimer at the bottom of every description of our episodes <laughs> there is so, i saw that now <laughs> playing it safe um so uh, so, uh, but apparently, so th- within those, with it, so within those files, there is nothing that resembles any of those conspiracy theories. And in fact, the date of those files, when they stopped, the date of all the emails and the records stops before the um, actual um, the freedom convoy protests in Ottawa. So there's nothing in there about Trudeau and uh, assassination attempts and um kind of any of the stuff that is more recent that made them go viral on tiktok is just a behind the scenes snapshot of um someone who like was helping conservative politicians uh which goes to say goes to show like was was it kind of uh the the people who released them are complaining about all the misinformation and conspiracies people have spun out of what was essentially you know just uh someone being a bit of a whistleblower about how the behind the scenes of politics works um Hmm. So it's really interesting. So was it like to to make people go when they think of the Klondike papers, think about crazy conspiracy theories rather than actually look at them? I mean, is that yeah. a conspiracy? At some point, conspiracies have to take on a little bit of truth. I feel like it's maybe like one percent. But it, there was a comedian who, I, ironically, on TikTok was talking about like. If you don't think the government lies to you, you you really have to think twice. Like he's like, I'm a father. I'm a father of one. I have one child, and you think I don't lie to that kid all the fucking time, just to get him to behave and do what I need him to do? This is the government is taking care of tens, hundreds of millions of people, and you don't think they lie to you? <laughs> right? So that's I thought that was an interesting. Point. Yeah. yeah. and like i think the thing with this is that from what press progress was saying was that they couldn't verify all of the documents some of them they could verify is stuff they'd heard about or reported on before and it Mm. kind of backed it up so it was kind of it was just so much stuff and not all of it can be corroborated or approved or anything like that so there's there's kind of unverified material that talks about unethical or criminal activity but it's not verified um so uh, here's an interesting I mean, okay, so I said this earlier uh, where, okay, for whatever reason people listen to us, thank you, dear listener, I don't know why you do, Uh, maybe it's because of, I'm guessing it's because of all the dick jokes, but like when you listen to someone long enough, especially something intimate like a podcast or a YouTube, um, you tend to trust what they say. 
it's just a part of how this goes. It's kind of how conspiracy theorists have such a large following is because of the platforms they're able to have now where people listen to them intimately almost daily. Um, so regardless of what they're saying is true or not, people will start to believe them or at least trust them, which is the foundation of, of belief. Earlier, I said that um, stuff like this doesn't matter unless it's around election time because that's when you can convince swing voters. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I made that up on the spot. I didn't... <laughs> But oh, you, I said I thought, it was such conviction. Was, Jesse, Jesse, I thought that was based on your extensive research and polling Extent. data. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what I was well, going it's like, to say it's like, it's like, is if like people find just, stuff, if people, what like, I was going to say is when people find like papers like this, they should hold on to them until an election comes and then release them because they'll have a better chance of swaying swing voters. But I realize I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm, I don't, don't listen to me. You know, that, thanks that, for listening to our show though. <laughs> but that's what they did with um, Emily Trudeau with the, um, the pictures of him in, in blackface. Like they were, they sat on those until the election and released them kind of during, do you remember that? Ha ha! Look what we have. <laughs> exactly. So they they do do that. They do. Um, okay. That it that is kind of like in this occasion it was a whistleblower. But to your point as well, I'm I'm talking about people who've analyzed these documents. But like like you said, I haven't analyzed them myself. But I mean that's the whole reason. That's the whole point of journalists and experts is that they take the time to do it and then they give you a measured opinion based on what they've seen. But it's I'm so really, hard. But it's I'm so really it's, it's, it's so many like it's so hard to work out whether. The you know every, what's the agenda and well is some is some stuff dialed down a bit and some stuff played up right. I don't know I'm curious about something because these people who who put this out there if they truly truly believe what these papers maybe they misinterpreted the papers maybe they only get access to a small amount of it but if they truly believed that this needed to get out and they like these are very very passionate people passionate about the country very patriotic about whatever party there they believe in but again going back to changing someone's mind who's been a fervid voter of a specific party for years is difficult not impossible but but i would say close to fucking impossible so like i said it's the game of changing swing voters minds and this is my curiosity do the majority of swing voters out there care this much or is it just like another task that they have to kind of check off? Like, I got to do laundry, got to pick up the kids after from Little League practice. Oh, fuck, right. I got to go vote. Huh, who should I vote for? And then they you know, do like half an hour of Google research and people screaming at one another like, oh, okay, I'll uh, NDP. Here we go. And then they have to do the next thing. Like, do this, like all this effort to change swing voters' minds every fucking election, do the swing voters care that, well, that fucking much? <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is, is that you think about the topics, you just look at, like, trending topics on social media, and people are like, oh my god, I didn't realize that I could make bread that way in a microwave. What a cool TikTok. <laughs> you know, there's the, the, the amount of attention that we don't spend on those things, and how short-term a lot of people who don't pay attention to it is, is, is giving a huge amount of power away in terms of our attention to people, to let people just get on with shit <laughs> and just do what they want. <laughs> and it has to be something. And you know, it was like, if something happens, you know, if you ask anyone who doesn't pay attention to tons of politics to talk about, uh, uh, indeed, you know what, what do you remember last year that happened in politics? Is it only going to be a few of those really vivid, vivid 
images or moments that you really remember that kind of uh, were told well as a story that kind of stick in your mind that were repeated over and over and over again to the point where it kind of embedded itself. So politicians know this. They know. That, oh, like, that's interesting. So you think it's know, a long, well, I mean, politicians don't play the long game. Come on. Seriously. They're, they're in and out. Real quick, right? Four no, years, sometimes but eight, the, but like... But the saying is, like, a week is a long time in, in, uh, in like, during a crisis and everything like that. But, like, yeah. like they know, they, they, they work in election cycles. So they know that in four years, if you do something really shitty in the first year, but you're hoping that people will probably forget most of it by, by the last year. Um, and by the time that people bring it up into your face in a, in a debate, you can then pivot and talk about all the stuff that they, they did shitty around that topic. Um, and that people just kind of... Uh, you know, ignore it and move on. And like, you know, they, they think in election cycles because that's how they survive. So right. I, it, it is, it is that but again, thing. That's, like, and, and just saying it like that is pinpointing again, not to get into a different rant, but like surviving the election cycle is, it sounds like a game to them, which it probably is. It shouldn't be a game. It should, you're running a fucking country. You're ruining lives and helping people, you know, but if it's a game to stay, see who who can stay in the seat the longest, you know, we're just pointing. Anyway, that's, well, think, think about, think, think, about, oh, think about, think about movies that you love. Think about a movie that you might love. And then think about when you watch it back after two years, you, in your head, you really vividly remember a few lines. You remember a few scenes, you remember your mm. favorite characters, but you, there's a ton of stuff you forget that, go around that the the details and the plot lines and you kind of like enjoy rewatching it because you remind yourself of some stuff unless you've watched it so many times you know the whole thing but you know what i mean you you attach yourself to certain things and certain details in the story that appeal to you or uh emotionally yeah. move you and yeah. then the, the rest is just kind of details that you don't necessarily need to retain so you might go oh, i really love guardians of the galaxy and Groot is my favorite and then you watch and go oh there's other characters too and i just <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what i mean there's other characters, there's other characters. Yeah. i feel like we've gone off uh down a rabbit hole uh we should we should wrap up like ha- this this story of like what was the end result of these pay or what did you have one or is it just kind of faded into existence That's kind of it they're there they're out and like people have read them and like some of it is um some of the stuff that has been released because is it's like under- three months old nobody's gonna yeah it's kind of there's a new stuff for people to rage about (laughs) but that's the thing the story didn't become like some of the sources could be verified some couldn't there was a huge amount of data that was dropped but the story has become not the fact that there was all this four years of data six you know six thousand four hundred documents released from behind the scenes of the conservative party that was kind of the news story was oh this became a conspiracy on tiktok um, not what is in there, and I kind of the piece uh, past press progress was the only place I could find that really delved into and tried to analyze what was in there. So right. either some journalists are quietly bad beaver in a way trying to go through the mass of data and investigate and follow up, or it's just kind of been forgotten and everyone's moved on. <laughs> Gone. Remember the Klondike papers are oh, crazy TikTok conspiracies, whereas there is actual someone who worked in the conservative partly behind the scenes released some data and some of it is verified some isn't some of it's dodgy some of it might be some of it may not be and like it's just i just find it so confusing and and that to me that's like sums up um a lot of the stuff of why this podcast exists because there's some this there's like weird and crazy stuff happening in canada but nobody seems to want to pay that much attention or <laughs> the people who are paying attention Which might to it be a good thing in regard, but the people you know, who, like the people who are paying attention to it don't tend to get listened to very often <laughs> 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 like, 
I suppose there should be there's a fine line of like you know how much attention should should we pay attention to the to the details like because if you just keep going in the opposite direction you end up with fucking Fox News you know yeah but, which, but I kind of I kind of feel like at least CBC or somebody should have done oh, the yeah. same thing as, yeah, this, as this smaller outlet you know they should have that's funny like you know like where it, I feel like that's your job like to <laughs> that's very funny. Um, so here we are you're welcome we're better than cbc i didn't say that but (laughs) okay so is that is that the only reason the only reason we're better than cbc is you don't have to pay for us with your taxes Um, so pay for it by listening to ads so yeah so hold on can i recap our episode so there were papers that released that were supposedly released uh uh talked about on TikTok, talking about how the Conservative Party of Canada has done terrible things. No one could confirm this. Finally, a website did confirm that it was kind of sort of true, but not really true, of which you really didn't bring up any points that they did or didn't do. We talked about how people don't care how this sort of stuff doesn't get covered. And that's it. Is that a recap of this episode? Papers yeah, existed. Nothing really came you, out of it. Want, like, nobody listened. Want, nobody cares. Do you want like a big explosion at the end? Or, I, no. I feel like I feel like if this is a like a t- like a, a ping pong game between you and I, I would have just won this game. Like just like see, boring, whatever. Nobody like it's just <laughs> yeah, but like the like I said, you know, it it's like a bunch of stuff in there that is like some some of the things in that in those like papers is, is being Tell investigated by the one thing. That they didn't bring it up because it's <laughs> under investigation by the police. <laughs> okay, so yeah. uh, so, so it's so, all so under the, investigation the, the, by the ultim- police, which ul- means ultimately it's hard to separate misinformation from real information in those documents. And some of it has been reported by really credible news people, and other things. Some things are really like worth focusing on, and other things are just so spe- our- speculation. Our emergency broadcast is talking about papers that were released three months ago that we can't talk about because it's under investigation by the police. Well, not all of it, just some of it. <laughs> Fucking fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> My, My mind is, is blown. <laughs> My point uh, is, is that uh, this dear is... listener, um, why you keep coming back to us, I'll never fucking know, but thank you. <laughs> so go on go on TikTok, post about the crazy conspiracies about these Klondike papers, proves that Justin Trudeau is half alien. Um, and and likes uh, to eat babies. And likes to eat babies. Uh, and also that um, uh, Joe Biden is his real dad. <laughs> or something. So, so that that's it. Klondike papers, do it. Hashtag, hashtag do it. <laughs> hashtag do it is a reference to the Klondike papers as yeah. to as to what that means to do. What does anything mean anymore, Jesse? I don't know, Reese. You've gotten so deep inside my fucking brain. I don't understand the world anymore. I swear to God. Yeah. Okay. Just so so very very tired. 
So anyway. we're going to do a we're going to do a, a little call to action that uh, is a little incentivized this time. Um, we'd we'd uh, because we've grown, we've we've uh, a little bit of the last little while. We've attracted some wonderful trolls, but we've we've made some T-shirts out of their comments, which is really fun. But the algorithm favors high reviews, and so if you guys could please leave us if wherever you're on, if you're on Spotify, just leave us a five star review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review. And if you want to type out something, uh, screenshot that, email it to us, and we. Uh, Reese and I will send you a, a personalized funny little video. It can be for your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your teachers. It can be just for you. We'll do it. We'll do a little dance. We'll sing. We'll do whatever you want. So there you go. That's your well, call not, to action. Not, what I, not whatever you want. Just Maybe, Well, I mean, you know, depends on how good the review is, but like... <laughs> And we'll read it on the air if it's really funny. So on the air. Yeah, yep. Yeah. This is the airwaves radio. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, dear listener, for doing that. We appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. It really helps the show grow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone have. I don't know. Everyone have a great day. <laughs> everyone. You sound tired. You sound exhausted all of a sudden. Um, I am is it dealing with me. It's dealing with me, isn't it? I guess. And, yeah. and, and just just doc six thousand four hundred documents, reading them all was so tiring. So yeah, and and then coming to the show and not telling me a single fucking thing <laughs> out of all the documents. That's oh god, your brain must be bursting with like just. I wish I could tell them, but it's under investigation, and no, oh, I could um, get in. I, so I much also trouble. couldn't. I also couldn't find the documents. <laughs> <laughs> they should put them online so everyone else can read them. Right. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Let's move on. Let's have move a good on. have have a good day, everyone. What's uh, what's happening next week? What's the next episode? This is just a bonus one. We did that. It's a bonus one. It's in yeah. between episodes. We already said yeah. what's coming next exactly. episode. Exactly. You know, you know, dear listener, just what's let coming. it happen. So where yeah, we should yeah, go yeah. now? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. All right, cool. Thanks so much uh, for listening. Sticking us in your ear holes, and uh, thanks for doing the call to action. Thanks for leaving the review. That helps a lot. Yeah, we'll talk don't, to you soon. Don't spread or consume misinformation on TikTok. Bye. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 